0: Well, hello there. I'm Tracy Rush Williams, business coach and consultant for Alaska Tracy. Businesses work with me that are seeking calmness clarity, and prosperity. Using my vision mapping framework, I guide them on their journey to success. On this podcast, you can enjoy hearing inspirational stories of success, as well as business tips and tools that you can actually use. So thanks for joining in. And oh, please remember, click the subscribe button, invite your friends and leave a comment. Thank you. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to this episode of Alaska Tracy Podcast. I think you're going to find this one really well-filled with encouragement. I have Bob Brum that is going to share his story and his background, and he's an enthusiastic encouragement engineer, and he is a professional award-winning speaker an author. He serves corporate, collegiate, sales, youth organizations, and individuals with encouraging keynotes or workshop presentations. Bob also guides audiences to achieve personal and professional growth with positive encouragement and action plans that combat the negativity that inundates our daily lives. I'm really thrilled Bob and I connected through a podcast platform and he interviewed me a week ago for his podcast, the Encouragement Engineering Podcast, and before and after we talked and shared a lot of the same values and beliefs, and so I thought it would be wonderful to have Bob share his story with you to enlighten and encourage you. So let's give Bob a warm
1: welcome from Florida.
0: Hello, Bob.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Good. Welcome to the Alaska Tracy podcast. You are joining from Tampa, correct?
1: St. Petersburg, actually. So (laughs) same difference. In Florida, nice and warm, a little different than where you're at.
0: So. Yeah, so we're recording this towards the end of March, and I was showing Bob, we still have lots of snow on the ground, we had coyotes running by the window, and you have a cold front of uh, 60 degrees.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going down to 63 tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I get. We don't have a lot of humidity up here, so um, that yeah. humidity can be bone chilling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we needed it to help clear out the pollen for a lot of people that have allergies with the spring and the pollen. So it'll be good.
0: Nice. Well, I shared a little bit about your background and um, what I really would love for, for you to share with us, Bob, is a little bit about your background, how you became an encouragement engineer and some of the nitty gritty along the way, uh, challenges that you may have had or appeared for you. So,
1: okay.
0: I don't know how far back you want to start. We only have 30 minutes, but <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I was born, Les Brown always says, I was born in Liberty City, you know, cold, hard no. Um It actually does go back a ways, and I can keep it short and, and synchronize it up to the current day, but. Um, I wasn't always obviously an encouragement engineer, but when I was young, uh, I lost my mother to, to cancer when I was six years old, a month later, I lost my grandmother that Christmas of the same year I lost my grandfather. And so what I learned when I was six, and I didn't figure this out until I was older, but the idea that we're one, we're not here forever, but two, we've got to be able to take things that happen to us in life and be able to move forward. It was, you know, I was six years old, so I wasn't sure why she really passed away. I didn't understand sickness. I didn't understand cancer, all that stuff. But what I did realize was as I got older, this would happen to other relatives because I was young. Uh, My dad was 47 when I was born. I was the youngest of our family. Mm -hmm. And so we experienced things at a younger age. My brother and I, my brother's only 18 months older than me, um, that most people are aged weren't experiencing yet. And so that is where the idea of, if you will, encouragement started to come about. I wanted to encourage myself to to realize that these things were going to occur. I had to get through them. I had to build myself up so that I knew I was strong enough to get through it. That's where my faith came into play. Um, As I got older, I realized the benefits of my faith. Um, The engineering piece, if you will, Came to me when I went to college. Um, got through high school and all that. And, um, went to college. I wanted to be a constructional engineering major.
0: Oh, so I, yeah.
1: I, I studied, you know, the the calculus, but I realized physics wasn't my forte. And in engineering, you kind of need science and math. So I switched to business and finished up with a business degree in accounting because I was working at a CPA firm. And that clicked for me, that idea of the business and the money and the things like that. But with the engineering, one thing you see is you help people to see things just a little bit differently. And that's what I like to do is to help people not to see, you know, we can focus on the problem and be negative about it, be, you know, go down that pit, that spiraling pit of despair, if you will, about a problem or something that may occur in our life. As an engineer, you help people to see something just a little bit different. And so you shift that aspect a little bit and you can, you know, help them to see, okay, what's a positive of this situation. They say, what's positive about somebody dying? You're right. But you know, you, you know, and I heard this from my aunt after my dad passed away, the idea that, you know what, you can't change that fact, but he'll always be in your heart. You know, there's things like that that you can't change, but that, what you learn learned, what you gained, what they put into you is something that will always be with you. And there's a benefit in that. And so there there's benefits in a lot of different scenarios. And I started to learn that. And I always help people to try to look at a more positive scenario. Uh, you know, I know things are going to happen. They've happened to me all the time. I am not impervious to <laughs> bad things happening. You know, um, things will break around the house and I got to fix them. Um, whether I know how to do it or not, sometimes it's hard to get a repair person. And so you got to, you know, (laughs) if the pool pump breaks, you don't want to wait two weeks for a guy to come and your pool to turn green. You fix the pool pump and you figure out how to do it. So I've always been that ingenuity one of, okay, let's try to get this fixed in a way we can manage it. We can do it where, you know, the other thing was raising a family with three boys you know, I didn't have a lot of extra funds. So, that idea that, you know, okay, we got to hire somebody wasn't always an option. So, you figured out how to do it, figured out, you know, how to make things um, your, on your own and build it properly so that it was structurally sound, so that it was going to hold up. Um, you know, I, I learned how to do electrical myself and through time life series books. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, comes in handy. Um, hmm. I, I redid a kitchen and a house and then I had to redo the, the electrical panel on the house. I redid that, but then we had to get a new service line dropped in and the electrician came out to do that. Looked at the box and he's like, wow, did you do that? I said, yeah. He goes, you want to work for me? And <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's things like that, that you can, you can learn, you can grow with. And then, you know, as professionals will look on that, it does help. Inspectors, when they come and I do work at the house and they come by to inspect it, they'd work with me because they knew I was trying to build it properly. They knew I was doing it right. And, you know, if I wasn't right on something, they'd tell me so I could correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a way to get around a lot of things in life that, you know, will come upon you. you you've got to learn, you've got to grow from it. And that's another positive thing that can happen with whatever happens to you in life is that, that ability to learn. And I think that's critical for anybody.
0: How did you know when it was time to leave the CPA firm and branch off on your
1: own? Well, and that's the whole thing. I, I left there because of another opportunity, actually in the technical field. And so it was that point where the owner of the company actually basically took me aside and says, look, you got too much energy for, you know, what we do here because he you need to do something with your hands where you're moving. And so that kind of pushed me out, if you will, they still appreciate my work, but it, you know, I went to a uh, job fair at my college alma mater and they said, well, we're, you know, I talked to somebody at Nortel networks and they said, well, we're looking for people to help, you know, build and maintain switches. And I, I had no idea. I thought a switch, just the switch on the wall. Right. Well, they were talking about telecommunication switches. And so I went into that field because I had a degree. I already had my degree. I was looking, you know, willing to work, ready to travel. Let's go. And so that's, that went in a different direction. And that took me into that direction to, you know, into a technical field. And from there I, I grew, it's something I just seemed to pick up pretty quickly. I understood it. I could dig into it um, from that. It led me into an IT field position. Where I've been, you know, managing um, Citrix environments and remote connectivity and application support and installation of different applications for for many people, and then the key thing with that is speaking came about from attending Toastmasters.
0: Oh wow!
1: Yeah, because you know they they your first speech is about you, and so when I did that, I'm like, I like this, and so there's ten speeches you do to get your first level of recognition I did those within six weeks I went to other clubs to do you know certain requirement speeches and so forth and I'd be guest speaker at a lot of these speakers and I got those out of the way and then I did more and I was leader in the club and you know I uh, vice president of the club and things like that and so that drove me because I saw value especially in the technical field of speaking to groups about encouragement about you know, the idea that positive things can occur even in the technical field. And you get a lot of negativity in the technical field because oh, get, yeah. you're slant, you're drinking from a fire hose all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that is a big piece talking to those groups and letting them know people are people first. You know, and that's that's critical. It's they're they're the people doing the tasks. And when they come to the job they have families possibly, they have aging parents possibly, they have issues they may be dealing with, financial constraints, kids not behaving, behaving, whatever it may be, that all comes as a package. And we have to understand that so we can integrate that into what's going on with the work environment. Mm -hmm. It's not just workhorses, if you will, it's people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always, it's interesting, because I always think of the quote from Zig Ziglar it says you can't make somebody be motivated right. but you can't
0: no you
1: know and an encouragement engineer you shift that a little bit and you show them you're showing people an option you're showing them a different path you're showing them a possibility and possible hope for a certain situation
0: so how you got into the speaking and then how did you become a coach
1: well <laughs> when
0: when when did yeah yeah
1: that happened, let's see, um, a number of years ago. I can't think of the number of years, but it was interesting because I was in a networking group and a, uh, one of the guys there contacted me and said, look, I'm, I'm really struggling with my business. I, I'm not sure what to do. I'm ready to hang it up. and I need to talk to somebody about what I can do to shift my mindset. I thought, hmm, I think I can help. So he hired me on and we went through a series of, you know, process of ch- literally changing his mindset because there gets to a point where somebody in any field, you know, okay, this isn't working, this isn't working. And they start to go down that rabbit hole and they can't see the forest for the trees. And as a coach, you're helping them back off. And let's look at this at a bigger perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I help people to say, what's your ideal day? Let's write it down. You know, you, you've got your journals, and I appreciate that because that's a key thing, writing that idea down so you hear it to yourself, you speaking it to yourself, you're writing it down, you can reread it later. And that allowed him to see the options he wants to go for. Mm-hmm. And then we break down, okay, well, what are you doing now? And you do, you know, you compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, watching TV when you get home. How's that working for you? How's that make you feel? You feel that pit in your stomach at about five thirty after watching the news for 20 minutes, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and so it was the idea of here's some, I also, here's some books to read, try reading this as well. I'm, I'm not, I don't read that much as well. Try it out. See how you think it, it, nothing major, nothing, huge books or anything. I also gave them podcasts to, to listen to as well as, um, audio subscriptions or not subscriptions, but things you can listen to like Darren Daly, which is another daily motivational. And he still listens to that today. Oh, wow. But He was able to change what he did and grow his business. That first year he made, I think he made about $60,000, increased his business by 60,000.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: The next year he doubled that. Oh. The next year he doubled that. And he's still growing. I mean, I talked to him the other day and he said, yeah, the phone's ringing off the hook. I got all kinds of houses, I got commercial properties. He didn't have to give up his business, but we shifted the way he looked at it and what he, the actions he was doing so that he could overcome that obstacle. Right. And it wasn't easy. I mean, there was things along the way that, you know, you caught him a little bit off guard or this or that, or, you know, like anybody is mm-hmm. things you have to deal with. And now I, you know, my sister's helping him do bookkeeping and marketing and, um, you know, it's growing very well for, um,
0: and that was that like your springboard to coach. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I would say that was because, um, again, it's the idea of, you know, you can help people and you show them that alternative and then they take it. Now he's the type of person that will take those actions there's uh, you know i've had other people that talk a big game but they don't want to take those actions right and you can't help that you can't take the horse to you can take him to water but you can't make him drink right and right. i understand that and okay that's fine i said i can only take you so far and you have to be able to tell the person i'm done at this point right you know right. that's okay to do that
0: right or uh, or you uh, might want to find somebody else and that's why i think it's so yeah. valuable to interview other coaches because i i might not be that oh well, i'm not <laughs> not the end yeah, all be all
1: we're, right we're not the end all be all for everybody no you know there's no. a certain customer base that works well for what we do right you know it's
0: that how can uh, you hear the message who can you hear the message from you know? right
1: yeah when the, you, when the student's ready the teacher will appear right right it's um and i think that's critical is what I do is I talk about a positive perspective and positive actions. You can't have one without the other, right? You've got to take the actions so that you can change your perspective, or you've got to start with a positive perspective and know that you're going to have to take action to achieve what you want.
0: Right. That's that fake it till you make it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And realize you're going to get your hands dirty. Your feet are going to hurt. Sometimes your back is going to hurt. Sometimes you're going to be stressed out some of the time. But what is the goal you're trying to obtain? Right. And like I said, that thing that we laid out, and I've done this with other clients too, what is your ideal situation? What do you want? Look at that mountaintop and know that you can get that. Mm -hmm. And then let's step back and break down how we can get there. Right. And know it's not going to happen overnight.
0: Right. (laughs) So you have three boys. Mm -hmm. I don't know if your wife works or not.
1: No, she doesn't.
0: So I'm sure there were moments or times (laughs) when you were wondering what the heck you were doing.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Being an entrepreneur, paying your own insurance, all that stuff. How have you combated that when that obstacle has appeared? Well, Well, yeah.
1: (laughs) And I'm still, I still am covered under W-2. So that is covered. Wait,
0: you're covered under the company that you worked for?
1: Correct. So you still
0: work for them? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that is a safety net, if you will, that I have. And that's why I did that because I got a family that I've got to make sure is covered. I got to make sure that's all done. That's one less headache they have to think about, they have to worry about. But on the other side, there's times where, you know, I'm doing podcasts or I'm doing things online where I'm in the office doing something and, you know, they've got to understand, okay, he can't go do that. Or we can't run out and do that um, right now. So it, you know, it definitely has its balances there, but uh, understanding those ideas too of what those items cost is critical. And
0: how long have you done both?
1: Oh, um, She's probably 10 years.
0: Wow. How do you juggle both?
1: (laughs) I don't sleep a lot.
0: (laughs) Don't really? No,
1: no. I'm an early bird. I I I really do. I get up at 4 30 every day. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I'm in bed by 10 so I get some sleep. But you know, it's understanding the IT and the technical side. I can do a lot of stuff online pretty good myself. I also have my sister that designed my webpage and, um, the information you see behind me, she designed all that. So I have other people that are very good at artistic and getting a message across where that's not my forte. I can bring in the strength of others to do that. Um, but you know, there's understanding the technology does help because you can get things done a lot quicker. Um, I, I systemize what I do. Um, like I have my one minute motivation videos that go out every week they're done on a daily, they released on a daily basis, but I record them all on a Sunday. So those okay. are done. And I can get all that recording processed and, you know, set up for scheduled for release all in about two hours. So it doesn't take up a lot of time, but it's, you know, it's done for the week. And recently I had to go up to Michigan in February and my niece uh, to help my brother with some family matters. And my, my niece asked me, she said, man, I watch your videos and stuff and say, wait a second, you did one this morning. How did you do that? I said, Hey, you know, <laughs> I yeah. flew back to Florida came back. No, <laughs> yeah. but
0: how, I was going to ask you, how do you have fun? What's that? Take time off.
1: <laughs> what's that? No, no, it's uh yeah, you definitely, um, I've been, I've been employed where I'm at for 23 years. So I've got a lot of PTO time so it's that's nice but um, I definitely make the time. Um, like the other week my son was off from, from college so it took a couple of days and did some stuff with him and last week um, my wife she wasn't she was normally she watches my niece's son who's 15, 16 months. a lot of fun to have around but um, a lot to work you know <laughs> so took some time with her we went to the beach had breakfast on Friday morning. Start the day off that way. Hung out um, Saturday. We got to go out on my son's boat. Um, my oldest son has a boat, so we got to go out and enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So you definitely space out that time and realize the breaks. And as I get older, I realize the value of those breaks a lot more than when I was younger. It's like you. What's nice is you you start to realize if you left that company or something happened to you, they would have you replaced within a month that's the reality. Of it. right? Okay.
0: right.
1: Enjoy what you have outside of that, because that's, that's the reality. That's important people. Your family is important people. Right. So, um, the other thing in, in doing this is my boys can see the value of the effort. They see the value of the encouragement and they, they see the posts online, whether they read them or not, they don't tell me, but right you know, it's there that they can obtain that and see that they understand the books I've written. Um, So it's there for them to see and to set an example of what's the benefit of the work.
0: Wow. So do you go to a job every day?
1: Yes, I I don't with COVID and so forth. We're only in the office two days a week. So I'm Mm -hmm. working from home, (laughs) Um, you know, so that that helps out a lot. Um, But yeah, it's, you know, we do that. Um, Sometimes I'll, you know, when I have speaking engagements, I'll be at different areas. Um, And so you just take the time you need for that. But I segment the travel so that I'm not there a long period of time, as long as I don't need to be Uh Um, kind of get in there and do your thing and head on out. Uh Um, When you're done, that works for me. A lot of people may want to stop over and take some time and so forth. And it depends where it is. I mean, I haven't had any jaunts to Hawaii or Australia yet, but, you know, even up to Anchorage, I wouldn't mind coming up to see right. anybody up there. <laughs> you you know, my son was up there last summer. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really, you are a busy, busy guy. Holy <laughs> cow. What's been the biggest obstacle that you've walked through?
1: Oh. Don't call them obstacles. Um,
0: Opportunities. Yeah.
1: The biggest one, uh, I would say the loss of my father. And try to be, he was my hero. Um, Try to be encouraging and uplifting when you have to deal with that. Um, The reality is we're all going to get older Watching that progression and having to deal with that scenario, it's never fun for anybody, mm-hmm. um, but actually seeing that final moment, you know, was, was very hard, wow. but it's, it is part of life, you know, um, it's, again, it's the, like, I always remember the one thing my aunt told me, it says, he's always going to be within your heart. Right. It may not be here, but what he gave you is within your heart. That That's invaluable. Right. And any relative that you lose for that, remember what they gave you in your heart. That's so critical.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. And you've written eight books in your spare yes. time. Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> like I said, I don't sleep much. <laughs> that's a lot of books. That's a well, lot of books. What's nice about them is they're you know, and I like to read, you know, I kept the books in a manner that if you read the books, it sounds like me talking. And so I'm not going to say they're grammatically correct. Um, They're, they're pretty good. They get the message across and people can relate to them. And I've heard that from people. It's like, when I'm reading your book, it sounds like I'm you're, you're talking to me. Oh, nice. Which is nice. I, I appreciate that, but they're not very long. They're quick reads. It's, you know, basic points, get to the point. I, I don't put a lot of fluff in them. Um, it's just, you know, that scenario that I think people want to hear the reality of the message. They don't need a lot of fluff. Right. Let's get to the point. We're running 900 miles a minute anyway. Get to the point. Okay. Right. We can do that and still have a good, good information to give to people. And so that's what they're I try all, to do in my ring.
0: They're all based. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you there. Um, they're all based on encouragement
1: seven of the eight are my first one was actually a money saving strategy book
0: nice
1: yeah it was something and that one was interesting because we'd be at baseball games my kids were playing they were little playing baseball and soccer and whatnot you'd always hear the parents complain well I don't have any money I don't know where it goes and I'm thinking how do you not know where your money goes because I always had to make sure I I was on top making sure where it went what we did with how we did and it, it dawned on me maybe people don't understand where they can save some money right And so I, I wrote a short speech about this for Toastmasters actually and one of the people said, can you ex- do can you come explain that to my students They were a professor at a college said, yeah sure. did a 40 minute presentation on it. She's like, you need to write a book about this. this is great stuff. okay, so that's what I did. <laughs> wow and that was the yeah the first point of, of my book it's because I had, you know, several points written for the class. And I just extended that and explained it more into the first book. And that book is, you know, do you have money to burn? And that's out on Amazon and, um, you know, it's, it's done well. Um, it, uh, it, I haven't updated it. So there's a lot of, some of the concepts are Jeff, definitely they can change with the times um, but they're overall they're the same concepts of where to save some money and some ideas of where to look. Um, so that's that was the main piece of it. And then a lot the the rest are basically geared towards positive attitude, positive perspective, and taking action in your life so you can get what you want. Mm-hmm. And that's what my last one, a positive purpose, is about: is taking that action, knowing that you have value within you to achieve what you want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a reminder for people that's critical is we have great value within us. Utilize that to go after what you want. Is it going to be easy? No, it's not, right. but we can do it. Right.
0: So where people can find your books on Amazon and on your website?
1: Yes, they're on Amazon. Just uh, you can Google Bob Brum and it'll pull up uh, the books. It'll pull up my website. It'll pull up um, you know my uh, podcast as well. So you can find it in all those locations.
0: Perfect. And that's B-R-U-M-M. For those of you not watching on YouTube or reading Mm -hmm. the show notes, Uh, are you currently accepting new clients, Bob?
1: Yes. Yes, I am. Um, You know, I got a little more time being the kids are grown. My youngest is 19. So (laughs) no, (laughs) but the key thing is it's it's not so much the time because we can work that out. The key is, what is the help you want to get? Mm-hmm. And can I do that? I think I can. If you're looking for a positive perspective, if you're looking to take those actions to increase what you want in your life, I think I can help with that. Much like you do with the vision scenarios, you know, it may fit, it may not, but let's have a conversation and understand what we're both looking for. Nice. Because if I, you know, if I can help you, I'd love to help people. i love to see that. I just want to help them to see that light bulb come on, to see that there's options out there, to see that there's hope out there.
0: Right. And is it mostly small business owners, men and women, or individuals, or what?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all all over of the time. all yeah. I mean, it depends on what the scenario is. I've had individuals come to me. Um, I've had, you know, people that were on the CPA business, a guy that owned a painting company, you know, um, various small businesses, as well as individuals. I've spoken to to groups as well of financial advisors so that they can understand what it, they need to do and that the value they have is important for people to understand and that they can keep going at this because when COVID first hit, that was a big thing for a lot of salespeople. Well, who do I talk to? Nobody wants to connect. you know. Well, now you can do it online, show them the different options. Again, shift that perspective a little bit so they can see an opportunity. And help them to realize the value they carry. I think it's critical. We all have to, you know, understand the value that's given to us by God, and we can we can extend that by explaining what we can do and helping others to by showing what we can do.
0: Nice. One last question: How do you, Bob, define success in your life?
1: <laughs> that's always a good question. Um, Success in my life, I would say, would be watching and being with my family, laughing and having fun, whether that's eating a meal, playing around at the beach, being outside, just sitting around talking, playing a game. It's not necessarily financial, although that does help keep the lights on and help pay the bills. We need to do that. The The, the key is, you know what, when we're done here, we can't take any of that with us so enjoy and make the most of the moments you have here so that you're remembered and missed when you're gone they won't you know if you have cash or you you have all this money but nobody to share it with what good is it you know have that, you know that that flow of the finances it's an ebb and flow and you can't take it with you anyway so let the people that mean the most to you enjoy who you are. And that will make a bigger difference no matter what comes about, whether it's them making their own or being given some when you're gone.
0: Nice. Oh, what a joy to interview you. And uh, I appreciate your encouragement. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, and again, people can find you at Bob Brum, B-R-U-M-M speaks.com or. Google Bob Rum and connect with Bob. In the show notes, I'll put all your contact information as well as your podcast. And thank you so much for your time today and sharing with my community what you do to help people, to encourage people to live a better life.
1: Thank you so much, Tracy. And if I can be of help to anybody, feel free. Yeah, definitely give me a call. Contact me. Um, Be glad to help. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks, Bob. Thank you, everyone. Remember, click the subscribe button, share with your friends, and leave a comment. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Until next time.